The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is a member of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts and content creators, visit bio.link slash red5. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... This is urgent. We need a response team. We're already putting together the best move. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. <laughs> it's real! Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're, we're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am crew. That I did know. These people may be isolated, unbalanced even, but I believe with the right push, it can be exactly what you need. I'm suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen, online and ready. And welcome to another issue of Mighty Marvel Geeks. It is the Intrepid Trio, Eric, Kylan, and myself, Mike. How is everyone doing? I'm counting down till the weekend. Amen to that. I still got ways to go before the weekend. I got two more days. Mm. And my week started with going into work and going, cool, end of the day, prep your stage for a hurricane. Mm. Yeah, how did y'all, how did uh, Adalia treat you? Just wet and windy. Okay. So, yeah, nothing nothing big. I'm I'm glad y'all came through it okay. Yeah. 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 Because there were some people in like north of you in Florida that not so much. Yeah. Thankfully, the storm under underperformed. At one point, they were going, oh, it's going to be a cat four by the time it hits land. I think it stayed a cat two when it finally hit. Mm hmm. I think it did. Yeah. So, saving grace there. So, you're saying underperformed in Florida, just kind of like Florida's underperforming at Utah right now? (laughs) That's a good, but unfortunately, (laughs) or highly. One's neck of the woods, sort of like Kent State underperforming at UCF. Mm. <laughs> the, you, Kent State has not been a football powerhouse, and I don't know ever. So you know, it is what it is. Forever, a long time. <laughs> uh, see if I can even get a. Oh wow, ten thirty one in the third quarter, and it's twenty four three Utah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, 10-13 in the, okay, correction, 7-26 left in the fourth quarter. Um, UCF 49, Kent State 6. I mean, miracles have happened. <laughs> Not with that much time left. And the sad part is my dad's a Kent State graduate, or he was. He's an alumni of Kent State. So was my grandmother. I mean, Jack Lambert graduated from Kent State. Yeah. Oh, Steeler, great. Uh didn't James Harrison graduate from Kent State too? I think so. See, there you go. That's two right there. I uh, I, I will say this: the uh, the the university that I uh, that employs me that gives me a paycheck every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a second quarter where they scored thirty five points just in that quarter. They wound up beating their opponents sixty nine to fourteen. Oh wow! Mm. 
Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That game's not even over yet. I'm looking at ESPN and that game is not even over yet. <laughs> so you're saying it's happening right now. Yes. And they've got the ball again. Well, the, the, the school that you're talking about does have a, a respectable football program. I will say that. Well, they they won their conference this past year. So I, I keep I, that last last time I talked to the athletic director, I said, it's like, you know, you could go D1 here. And they go, yeah, we good. <laughs> no, you know what? No, I'd rather be the big fish in a small pond. I, I would be the big fish in a small pond every day. I, I well, was, that's yeah. not true. Okay. I was <laughs> I was hearing something that within the next 10 years, UCF will pull in more money. Or no, no, no. UCF, University of Central Florida, will have more alumni than the University of Florida. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and there, and I think the the comment was in the history of the schools. In ten years, within ten years, UCF will have. They're they're saying that in the ten in in the in, the, in ten years, with the, with the draw that their program has and the school as a whole, mm-hmm. they're just going to draw more people, have more people who have attended to attended the school. Yep, in the University of Florida. Okay. At one point, UCF was considered like the number four school in the country, attendance-wise or size-wise. Mm. Yeah, and considering this was like a little school thirty years ago, thirty, forty years, right? Ago. So, yeah. Well, you know, there was a while there, especially in the um, seemed like it was really in the nineties where a lot of these smaller schools had some big talent coming out of it. Um, One of the biggest with UCF was Dante Culpepper. <laughs> I mean, it just happens, like, but it's like it happens in waves. It doesn't happen a lot, no. but it happens in waves. All of a sudden, there's just all the small schools. So somebody did some awesome recruiting, and you're like, "Oh, wow, well, okay then." <laughs> well, to end our football talk, for those of you who yeah. joined the Intrepid Trio Invitational Fantasy Football League, thank you guys for such a great draft this last weekend. <laughs> Boy, I think we all said after round three, "Well, there goes my strategy in this draft." <laughs> <laughs> I think you we guys were all strategies. Sort of. I we we. I, I, it was like starting with round four. I'm like, quit picking my players. How am I supposed to set up a queue if everyone keeps taking my players? Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and the worst I mean, part I was, I was, was D, though. I was picking some obscure players, and they were still getting picked up. Like, mm-hmm. We're we're all thinking too much alike at this point. Now. I, I I can't believe yeah. that I I looked out with uh, Kaepernick. I was like, let I, I was like, do I let's try and see what happens. <laughs> Uh, I wound up with Lamar Jackson and Tua as my as my quarterbacks, and I'm just kind of like, you know, I'm I'm okay with this. When I saw I was number three, I'm mm-hmm. like, yep, Nick Chubb is mine once again, <laughs> and he's he's projected to be the top running back of the season this year. Yeah, I I had I had Chubb uh, in my in my queue, and yeah, yeah, I I, I was sitting there I'm like. Yeah, I have to. I, I you know I, I know that he would perform. I knew he would, and you you took him, and that's okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I you did, know I did not get the first quarterback that I wanted. I actually, believe it or not, and I say this as a Browns fan, I actually settled with Deshaun Watson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Mike, you went third. Yeah. Kylan, which what? Where were you? You were second. I was second. And dang, I was first. It pure. I did not set any of the draft order. I had it set. Anyone could go back and look. The auto order was set by the server, by the by the by ESPN. 
and it hey. was done an hour before. Okay. I mean, I mean, I thought, I thought it was funny. Okay. They're giving yeah. the three hosts one, two, and three. <laughs> Once I saw that mine was that, that I was first up, I didn't even bother with the queue. It's kind of like, yes, I get one really good pick. And Every other round. <laughs> everybody goes twice until I get again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you go twice. Yeah. But now I, I think it's going to be an interesting, interesting year. Yeah. I mean, Eric and I are, we're facing off this week. Yeah. I don't know. And good luck, sir. But good luck to you. I think you're going to win now. I, you know, I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm happy to let someone else win the whole thing this year. <laughs> As I said in the draft, may your odds ever be in your favor. <laughs> I'd rather have the evens be in my favor. That's just me. Yeah. Anyway, uh, check out the homepage, MightyMarvelGeeks.net. Right-hand sides are affiliates like Biddy Boomers. Use code WeebyGeeks for 15% off your purchase of Bluetooth speakers from Biddy Boomers. Some great Marvel offerings there, along with other geek offerings. And even some nice Disney offerings there. Uh, Red Flag Workshop. Use code SMUGGLER3 for your patch and and key ring needs some great patches there and i'm going to try and encourage see if i can encourage him to do some uh some marvel stuff just subtle locations from the mcu asgard would be a cool one the raft would be a cool one he could do one for the heli for a helicarrier one too i don't know i mean helicarrier the helicarrier gift shop i don't know helicarrier graveyard for all helicarriers go. go to god go to die there you what go. was what was uh when right right about the time that uh age of ultron came out and um Agents of Shield revealed the you know, Colson side project. Theta Protocol. Theta Protocol. Yeah. yeah. Do uh, the Theta Protocol thing. Season one, leading into Captain America Winter Soldier. Uh, what was the. It, it, it was the other place where supposedly Graviton was kept. Yeah, and I'm trying to think what that was. It wasn't the uh, vault. Was it the vault? Uh, hang on. Yeah, but we got, we got some options. Right. No, nowhere would be awesome. True. Xandar would be awesome. Right. Um, season one, the hub, the hub. Okay. Yeah. Like going yeah. to the hub. Okay. I mean, again, we got options here. True. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, 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 I would love to see some, some shield stuff she, or not shield, uh, Marvel national parks. Be fun. Tahiti. It's a magical place. place. There you go. That'd be a good one. <laughs> um, so then rebel sabers use code Wookie for 10% off your purchase there and hanger dash 58.com use code Wookie radio for 10% off your purchase at, at hanger 58 clothing company. So, um, Marvel news, but we're going to start off with some collectibles first as we are recording Lego launches. Some new stuff September 1st, including Series 2 Marvel Studios minifigs. Okay. In this set of 12 will be Wolverine, Storm, Beast, Agatha Harkness, She-Hulk, Kate Bishop, Cassie Lang, Echo, Hawkeye. That's everything, right? Oh, how about no. Werewolf by Night? Oh. How about Mr. Knight? Oh, okay. And Moon Knight. Ooh. Ooh. You know, I, see, and these two guys will, will, will vouch for this. I do love playing the Lego Marvel superheroes games on PlayStation. Yeah. And granted, not everybody on this list is in those games, but the ones that are, I mean, just I'm, I'm looking at the image that you're looking at, Mike, and this almost seems like ripped right out of it. Yeah. Um, obviously, these are based on the um, Disney Plus shows, just like Wave 1 was, or Series 1 was. Uh, yeah. They're covering properties such as Agatha, Coven of Chaos, or 
or even possibly WandaVision. Um, Moon Knight, Hawkeye, She-Hulk. But you're like, but you got Wolverine, Beast, and Storm. Yeah, but they're all from the X-Men upcoming 97. Yeah. And I'm loving how these are stylized after the X-Men 97 series. Yes. yes, you can tell, especially like Beast's hair, that is screaming that X-Men series. Wolverine scream. I mean, the outfit is the animated outfit. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, yeah. This all looks great. And the, and the sad part is Melissa has been finding on different TikTok and TikTok videos and Instagram reels of people. Unfortunately, they're all in Europe buying mini fig display frames, almost like a shadow box type frame to store yeah. mini figs in. Yeah. Everything, all the links take you to businesses in Europe that don't ship to the States. Mm. Well, if How they did, frustrating is I, that? I, I can tell you this, that shipping anything from Europe is not cheap. No. No. But I want to know, where are these things here? Because I want them now to, to put my stuff up on the wall, my figures on the wall. Oh, well, yeah. So, um, so yeah, these are going to be available. They are, by the time this show drops, or you're listening to this either on Sorcerer Radio. Hello, everyone on Sorcerer Radio. Yo, what's up? Or on the podcast. So, uh, Yo, what's up? These mm-hmm. are available for purchase. Uh, $4.99 a bag or a blind box or $29.99 for a six pack. So, uh, not surprisingly, X-Men 97 has been the darling of the toy manufacturers lately, giving the popularity of the original series and the classic with the characters. So where everyone's expecting those three to be the most sought after a set. Okay, I'm just saying right now, I'm looking at all these things. I want Mr. Knight. The goldfish. Yes. He's got the aquarium. Yeah. Uh, Wolverine's got a uh, sentinel head and something else. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's his hair. Oh, okay. Um, Kate Bishop comes with Lucky. Pizza dog. Yeah, pizza dog. Mm-hmm. Um, Hawkeye has a has a owl with him. I'm trying to think why he has an owl. I don't remember. I don't either. Uh, Cassie has a small Ant-Man, which is cool. It looks like Werewolf by Night has the bloodstone. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moon Knight has his crescent weapon and the scarab. Mm-hmm. I can't figure out what Echo has. Echo uh, looks like she's got almost like she's got a microphone. Okay, and and she does have prosthetic uh, leg. Yeah, prosthetic nice leg. Touch. Very nice touch. Beast has his coffee mug and looks like a microscope. Yep. Uh, Agatha's got the the the. Sh- the book. The book the and, the, and the and the blast launchers. Yeah. Is that the dark hold? Yeah. She Hulk has uh, a phone. It, it it almost looks like a phone and it also looks like a script. That's mm-hmm. classic. That's classic. That's pretty cool. Uh but yeah, wait, there's more. There are more Lego sets coming, not just the minifigs. I'm not gonna touch into Star Wars mm-hmm. or or Harry Potter or any of the others. Um I, I don't know if we're getting the uh, Star Wars advent calendar this year, but I'm digging the the Avengers one, the Marvel Avengers one. Yes. Uh, I went back looking at Star Wars. Yeah, I'm just, I'm really not sold on the Star Wars one this year. There's only, minifig wise, there's only one minifig that would be worth grabbing out of this. Yeah. And that's the it, Ewok. It looks like a lot of, yeah. Well, Omega's in this too from Bad Batch. Other than that, there's really not a lot there. It looks like a lot of micro scale spaceships. Yeah. Like, looks like the Justifier's there. Hey, I wouldn't mind having the Emperor's uh, uh, Throne. That looks pretty cool. Uh, yeah. And that that's an e- that looks like that'd be an easy thing to build. Yeah, looks like potentially a new gonks 
potential new Gonkroid as well, which I'm not impressed with. Yeah, well. But the important one, the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Cap looks pretty cool. Spidey. There's a bunny. Well, Spidey has, of course, the, the ugly Christmas sweater. Yes. How can yeah, you not does, like that? Well, the very first, the very year. first one he had, he had an ugly Christmas sweater too. Right. Very first Advent calendar. Iron Man's pretty decent. Uh, it's a Koei. Um, it might be. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's her. A Koei. Yes, it's her. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And it looks it like near. I love it. <laughs> yeah, you keep the little one. He he did keep the little one. No, it looks like there's a little miniature train that goes around the Christmas tree, and it's got a Black Panther on it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's an interesting set. It, it is. I'm, I'm, I'm liking that. Um, there are seven minifigs. Seven. One, two, three, four. I don't. Well, shame on them for not showing them all. There are uh, Akoya, Doctor Strange, Captain Mark, Captain America, Spider Man, Wong, Iron Man, Black Widow. Yeah, cool. Potential grab right there. Uh, I mean, like in the first one, the the Christmas tree was all um, the uh, Infinity Stones. So that was good. Yeah. I was like, I don't know, would you want to decorate the Christmas tree with Infinity Stones? But okay. So um, the mini mini builds in this is a Quinjet jetpack, ice hockey kit, a Hydra Mm -hmm. train. And lots more. Yeah. Um, oh, there's a that's a fun little set. It is. Yeah, hey, I know that sound, and it's not me. Yeah, hold on. Oh, jeez, son. I, I, I swear I'm fine. <laughs> Al, my- Impossible's trying to get a hold of Kylan. Yeah, that that's what it is. She she that's- she needs me to come up in the hell of us, and I, I, I don't know, get out of trouble or something. I could see Zoe possibly wanting the Harry Potter set this year. She's gotten the previous two. Yeah, and there's some good looking figures in that set this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is also the Lego Friends and Lego City. I, I gotta look at the Lego City. I usually do just to see if there's mm-hmm. any minifigs worth grabbing out of it. There's usually something worth grabbing. Uh, not really. The computer desk. I said something. There's a computer desk with a chair and chair and desk. There's also a game controller. Yeah, mm. it looks like Harry Potter. The advent calendars this year. Harry Potter and Marvel's got it one. Uh, that's possible. Right. Very possible. Um, so to continue on, yeah, Lego- we'll sit, we'll look at Lego stuff all night. <laughs> oh yeah, Lego minifigs. <laughs> really? That's it? No, there's got to be other Marvel stuff coming out. Mm. There, there's a Spider-Man nope. Final Battle that's out now. Okay. In-game Final Battle. Those are nice looking pieces. Nice looking sets. Um, shop set B, Marvel. <clears throat> The Spider-Man final battle is pretty cool. It's got the three Spider-Mans. Uh, Doc looks like two different Doctor Stranges, Electro, Doc Ock, Green Goblin, and somebody else I don't recognize. Now, you have skipped over Wolverine's adamantium claws. True. Or is that too? I, I think that I think I like that even better than, oh. than the uh, gauntlet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, I didn't skip over it. I just didn't see it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Hey, Wolverine's adamantium claws is up there. Okay. Well, I, I'm over on uh, Lego's actual site now going, yes. Hello. Um, they uh, have marked down the Iron Man armory. Wow. They did. How much? Uh, 30% instead of $89.99 at $62.99. Oh, well, huh. Venomized Groot looks pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Widow and Captain America motorcycles. Okay. Now, 
did we talk about this already? That they are already bringing out some sets that are Marvel's tie-ins, as in the Marvel's movie. No, no. If you guys scroll down a little bit, it's called the Hoopty. The Hoopty. The Hoopty. This is this is a spaceship that apparently will figure prominently in the movie. Okay. It okay. has it has minifigs for Carol, for Monica, and for Kamala. And Flirts. And and Flurkins. Wow. And it it's got it's kind of got it like a, a, a detailed inside looks like. Yeah. yeah. So hmm. yeah. So if you want to sneak peek at something in the Marvels, there it is. Yep. Oh snap. There is also Baby Rocket's ship. Mm. Yeah. From what I'm guessing from Guardians Volume 3, because it looks just like it. The, the new, and there is a baby rocket figure. The new guardianship looks really cool too. The uh, the one from Endgame. Uh, it's the purple, purple and pink, or teal and purple. Uh, okay, I got a, I got a load. I didn't, I hadn't seen that one. That is that the one from three? Maybe. Let's see. Now the, the guardianship that I'm seeing it's the orange is one. is the orange one. Oh, there it is. The new guard, the new guardianship. That's the Bowie. Yeah. Of course, it gets <laughs> trashed in the movie. Spoiler alert. It's not bad looking. It's not bad looking, but I, I'm just not a fan of that ship design. Yeah. I mean, it's it's cool and all, but I like the Milano and the Benatar a whole lot better. See, I'm not a big fan of the like the, the armor sets, even though I do have the Spider-Man armor. I think I have mm-hmm. Spider-Man armor. Um, but the Rocket mech armor <laughs> looks pretty good. That is something I could see Rocket actually using in MCU. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, in the comics, he has used yeah. like robot walker suits. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's what's coming out or what's out now from Marvel and Lego, Mm. but to continue on, remember Throg from, uh, Loki? Yeah. Yes. Briefly. Well, apparently wherever you go, Throg will go with you. What? Throg was a man named Sam Walterson until a witch turned him into a frog named Puddlegum. One thing led to another, as they often do in Marvel Comics, and Puddlegup was given the powers of Thor, the mighty Throg, a.k.a. the Frog of Thunder, was born. Okay. (laughs) Now he's looking for his own Asgard, and your shoulder looks like the perfect spot. That's right, Throg can be your constant companion and protector, thanks to the 6.25-inch plush, which can be affixed to your shoulder via the magnetic disc, like every other shoulder plush Disney sells. That's placed right under your shirt. It comes with a red cape, winged helmet, and of course, a mighty hammer, Frogner. Okay. You could get you it. Remember when we had Brian Kessinger on the show? Yep. I- I'm assuming you you guys both follow him on Instagram. Oh yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. So hear me out cuz he does all these mashups uh, all over his Instagram. I want to see Kermit as Throg. Oh, that would be funny. Brian, if you're listening, yeah. you must do this. Yeah. So, um if you remember Throg made a cameo appearance in the first season of Loki, mm-hmm. which this is also a great segue into the next shop disney drop which is the tva badge and time stick set the time stick looks pretty freaking cool (laughs) uh the time stick is based on the weapon used by the tva in the show it features light and sound effects an impact sensor and a dimmer switch along with an ammo time variance authority badge you can order yours for 99.99 at shop this is not bad for what it is i mean i think it's a, a little high price but if it's a shop disney Disney exclusive, maybe see it in the parks. 
I have to say. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. finally, Spider-Man Nanotech Web Shooters for $99.99. Two shooters are included with the features that include lights, sound effects, and the ability to project Spider-Man symbols onto any surface. I do, n- I do not know if these are similar to the web shooters that are used in the uh, in the ride out at Avengers Campus. Mm. I would not be surprised if they were similar. Probably similar. Not bad looking. No, they're not bad looking at all. Uh, no. Comes with a nice display stand for them as well. But if I had to choose between the web shooters and the time stick, time stick. Oh, yeah. Time stick. Just believe me, that's one I want to carry around to work and go, don't make me use this. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... So shall we go books next? Next? Yeah, why not? Sure. Actually, one last thing with collect Marvel introduced what's coming up in the they say twenty twenty three Marvel Unlimited Plus kit. Twenty twenty three is almost over. I I almost want to say this is twenty twenty four, but um, Unlimited Marvel Unlimited Plus is the highest subscription. Uh, it's ninety nine ninety nine dollars. I remember correctly for your first year. Um, with it, you get, uh, some bonus, you know, some extra stuff that comes to your house. Plus you get 10% discount at shop Disney on Marvel products. And even at conventions at the booth, you get a discount, uh, this year's the, the new set coming out will come with rocket by Scotty young pen on enamel pen, Loki's helmet patch, Captain Marvel, dark tempest, number one, bingo variant comic, Loki, number one, Mike McCone variant comic and a limited edition Hasbro Marvel legends figure not available anywhere else, which I have one last year. It was Deadpool red and yellow suit Deadpool. Uh, the year before that it was Kitty pride with the dragon. It was Pirate Kitty, which you I have heard. Lockheed, you uncultured swine. Thank you. I have that one. That's from the year I got it. This year's is a red suit Nova figure. Oh, you mean the kid Nova figure? Uh, possibly. When, all right. When you, when the new Warriors title started, he had a red outfit because he did not have the original Nova outfit left. He had, he had a new outfit and, they tried to pass him off as Kid Nova, okay. but Kid Nova did not last very long. Okay. They just dropped the kid part. and Yeah, you know what? I see it. I'm, lo- I'm looking at the cover now of number one. Yeah, that, that, was, that was actually a good looking suit. That was a good looking suit. I know for me personally, I'm not interested in the $99 set or subscription this year. No. It's, I mean, it's great looking stuff. It's just nothing that's appealing to me this year. I mean, the year that I, I had gotten mine, I had the sword patch. There was a spider Gwen pin that obviously went to Zoe, uh, a couple mm-hmm. comics and, you know, Kitty pride and Lockheed. I was happy to have a exclusive X-Men was cool. I mean, I like Nova, but not enough to go after a Nova figure, you know, and get Nova figure the pen I'm, I'm sure I'll see something similar around elsewhere so I mean, if you're into any of this particular stuff yes it's a great buy because again you're getting a, Mar- a Marvel Legends figure that is exclusive to buying Marvel Unlimited mm-hmm. so that figure could be a very rare figure and it'll come in a poly bag it's not going to have the Marvel Legends boxing it's just you're going to produce a figure put it into a poly bag and put it into the box which is fine that's how the old mellow way figures came back in the day. Mm-hmm. 
So um, as we stick with books, Marvel Studios and DK Publishing announce the Marvel Cinematic Universe, an official timeline, and it's coming October 2023. So DK, who is a division of Penguin Random House, is announcing Marvel Studios, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, an official timeline. The stunning visual guide is being created in collaboration with Marvel Studios, is endorsed by Kevin Feige, president of Marvel Studios, and will be the go-to source for fans who are hoping to connect the dots and truly understand the complex web of interconnections between different Marvel movies and TV series. Uh, Follow the story of the MCU from before the Big Bang to the blip and beyond. Along the way, learn about the evolution of the Iron Man armors, hunt for the Infinity Stones, and the formation of the multiverse. Want to know how many times aliens have invaded Earth? Or the complete history of Cap Shield? Look no further. This sounds like this would be a great companion to the Wakanda Files that we have. Yep. Yes. Yes, it would. So, y'all's thoughts on this book? I mean, I'm a sucker for the DK books. Um, I think I have their... I have their Wakanda uh, book. I know we have a few of their um, their books for the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe. They're always well done. So, I mean, it, it's for me, it's a shut up and take my money situation. So uh, it's available on pre-order for 45 bucks hardcover on Amazon. Not bad. Really? Uh-uh. Yeah. And apparently frequently bought together. Look out for the little guy by Scott Lang. I was just talking to a, a library friend today, and I think he had. I think his uh, library is actually uh, uh, adding that to their collection. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to get this book in general because of the fact that they went out of their way to write this book written by a fictional character for the movie, and they actually turned it into an actual. Book. <laughs> Look out for a little guy. Well, you know, I mean, Scott gets no respect. <laughs> You know, I mean, I I feel like I should at least read his book, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it it is endorsed. Introduces the man behind the hero and the hero I call friend, Bruce Banner, fellow Avenger. (laughs) So... Uh, go ahead. Dave. If you if you loved, I, I mean, if you're like me and you loved Rodney Dangerfield when he was alive and acting, <laughs> yep. I, I mean, does Scott Lang not just have that Rodney Dangerfield vibe to him? Yeah, he does. He just like, yeah. like uh, the, the, I, I I hear his action scream. I get no respect, no respect yes. at all. <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm losing to a rug. <laughs> Scott Lang is going to attempt the triple Lindsay. <laughs> and you know that's that is an, uh, that is an underrated classic. I love that movie. Yeah. Yes. Hey, first appearance, well, first big screen appearance of Danny Elfman and Oingo Boingo. Yeah. Yeah. But it was not their first uh, on-screen appearance. Danny Elfman and the Princes of Boingo Boingo first appeared on screen on The Gong Show, and they won. Really? Yep. So, um, some comic news. Marvel introduced uh, a new series that's coming called Gods, G period, O period, D period, S period. But they've been popping around the Marvel Universe since July. So, we're gonna, this article is going to introduce us to when 
Akio, Dimitri, and more in the special gods bonus pages that appear in Marvel Comics titles in August. So in X-Men Hellfire Gala number one, when Akio and Dimitri have all appeared in some of the Marvel's most popular titles, including Amazing Spider-Man and the Fantastic Four. Across a special series of bonus pages in each comic, these characters have revealed a little about themselves and what's to come in Jonathan Hickman and Valero Schiedi's Gods Number One on October fourth. Hmm. Uh, so all these are the following comics or following titles that have that unveil all ten Gods bonus pages as they appear in the following issues: X Men Hellfire Gala Number One, Doctor Strange Number Six, Scarlet Witch Number Seven, Fantastic Four Number Ten, Moon Knight Number Twenty Six, Guardians of the Galaxy Number Five, Uncanny Avengers Number One, Immortal Thor number one amazing spider-man number 32 and venom number 24 okay so more information about gods uh go check out marvel.com forward slash gods for the official trailer to continue on comicbook.com gives us the top 10 comic books rising in value in the last week and within these include Star Wars and a lot of X-Men. Mm. So let's see how you guys feel about these. Number okay. 10, X-Men, new X-Men 114 from, 2000, from 2001. Uh, Deadpool rumors, with one of the rumors being the villain, possibly being Xavier's sister, Sandra Nova. Uh, this is due to the casting of Emma Corrin, who reputable leaks immediately identified the actress as selected to portray Cassandra. Uh, reputable or not, Deadpool 3 has halted due to the writer's strike. Anyway, mm. uh, comicbook.com has said they have tracked it at a high sale of 166 or CGC 9.8 and a current raw near mint base market value of $15. Okay. Uh, number nine, The Amazing Spider-Man number 32, Elizabeth Tort homage. Uh, this is from this year. Uh, homage covers are fantastic tributes to legendary works of comic art. They're perfect for showcasing a favorite character in a classic pose, like the ever-popular Spider-Gwen showcases here with an homage to Mike Zeck and Bob McCloud's Web of Spider-Man number 32. As the value of this book declines in the aftermarket, sales continue to grow. This book is highly sought after, is a high, was a si- highly sought after cover, not at the initial pre-sale of $75, but as hype settles, this book has fallen to a near mar- uh, near mint base market value of $45. Uh, it has gone as high as $60 for a raw cop. Okay. Uh, number eight, Uncanny X Men 266 from 1990. Again, this is all because of Deadpool 3 rumors. Uh, one of these rumors is Kylan's favorite person taking the stage to our favorite character, Channing Tatum. Really? As Gambit, the raging Cajun uh, himself. I, no, there, there's so many better actors out there than him to be Gambit. I'm just saying. To me, I kept I kept saying it. The guy from uh, Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift, and uh, NCIS mm-hmm. New Orleans, much better mm-hmm. choice. Of course, he Absolutely. was also in uh, Friday Night Lights as well. Mm-hmm. I think he's a much better choice. But what do I know? Um, high sell of. $750 for a CGC 9.8, uh, whereas a near mint fair, mar- uh, fair market value of 158 Okay. Thoughts so far, gentlemen? I, I find it interesting that so many books 
increase in value based on rumor rumors of what may or may not be in an upcoming movie. Yep. It, uh, it's a speculative market. Number seven. And notice so far, every issue has been Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, number seven, Avengers number 35 on 2014. Rumor has it that the time runs out storyline, which starts in this issue, will inspire Doctor Strange 3. Story focuses heavily on Doctor Strange stopping the multiple incursions of his universe's collapse. Feige has confirmed that Secret Wars will rely on the 2015 storyline, which also sees realities collide. For many, this was enough to enough of coincidence to pick up this book for future reference. A uh, high sale of a CGC 9.8 at $100 with a near mint fair market value of $8. Mm. Okay. Now, with a movie that has that will be starring Peter Dinklage and have other stars like Jacob Tremblay, Kevin Bacon, Julia Davis, and Elijah Wood from 1991, coming in at number six, Toxic Avenger number one. I still cannot get over the fact that Marvel did the comic book adaptation for this. I can't either. But it seems like Toxic Avenger was everywhere. Oh, yeah. Came out of nowhere, was everywhere. I mean, there was like a like a Saturday morning cartoon based yeah, off right? of. There were toys. <laughs> there were probably, toys. It, it, was, it was definitely the thing that put Lloyd Kaufman on the map in Trauma Pictures. Right. Yeah. If anything, I would say one hit wonder. It, or yeah. it was 15 minutes of fame that really took off. Right, right. And to this day still is a cult classic. So um, now along with the with the still, the project released a movie poster uh, revving up anticipation for its debut in Fantastic Fest on September 21st. In the meantime, fans are refreshing, rekindling their memories and collections with fresh copies of Toxic Avengers first appearance. Um, a CGC 9.8 has had a high sale of two. 56 and a current near mint face market value of $31. Not bad. Now this next one, I'm paying attention to this one. I have <laughs> this one. Number five, star Wars Kanan. Number one from 2015. Um, a rumor st- stated that the Ahsoka series on Disney Plus would be centered around the search for Ezra Bridger. The two-episode premiere has confirmed that Ahsoka and Sabine will be searching for Ezra and Thrawn in subsequent episodes. This is a fantastic key to own for fans of the Star Wars Rebels animated series and now the Ahsoka series. Uh, this book has since shot up on the priority list for most collectors. We tracked it at a high sale for a CGC 9.8. <laughs> Mine's nowhere near that. I would say if, if I was to get mine graded i would be at least i'm hoping i would hope or at least an eight or above mm-hmm. uh 210 dollars for a cgc 9.8 near mint copy which mine's sitting around 47 dollars. this is a book okay. i paid four bucks for i'm making a 43 dollar profit <laughs> so mm. so the top top six books so far one two three four five six from ten to five for all marvel mm-hmm. so yeah like I just said, bottom six, all Marvel. Uh, number four, eh, Posing Company. We'll just give it, I'll, I'll, I'll recognize it. Infinite Crisis, number five, by Jim Lee, 2006. Yeah. Um, number three, Spawn 306, Final Combat, Netherrealm, from Image. Number two, from 1981, from Marvel, Dazzler, number one. And I'm, I don't like the reason why this is jumping up in price. No, no, I, I totally agree with you. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift as Dazzler says the rumor. <laughs> no, please. 
While her first appearance has been holding steady, holding a steady uptrend to the hundreds of or near mint raw copies, uh, near mint raw copies of this first issue of her solo series are still under $30. Moreover, if you want to pick up a 9.8 graded copy of this book, it's going to put you around the $200 range. Until Tay-Tay, Taylor Swift, confirms or denies the rumors that she will play Dazzler, expect this book, expect to see this book on everyone's want list. No. Well, shake if, it if off. you're chasing the meta, then yes. If you're not, shake it off. Shake it off. Oh, dude, uh, I, I, I don't, that don't is, smoke a bear. That <laughs> is, this is the entire reason you were playing the long game. This is the reason that you picked up this, th- that you chose this article. So you could just slip in <laughs> that, that bad pun. Yeah, I'm not, mm-mm. I am not poking the bear. I, I I work I work with somebody who is as serious serious Taylor a serious Swifty, and I had I had some music going at my desk. I, I you know sort of like just kind of background, and I didn't even know the song that was playing. I just wasn't paying attention. Normally I do, but I was focused on work. And she goes, "Is that a Taylor Swift song?" And my volume was low, and I looked, and I'm like, "Yeah." And she goes, "Is it the Taylor Swift version of that song?" And I'm like, "Yeah." She said, "Okay, that's good." And I'm just like, "I'm just saying, dude." I mm 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 Okay, so mm-mm. at at this point in time, let me put this hypothetical out there: Taylor Swift as Dazzler or Channing Tatum as Gambit. Da- Dazzler. Taylor Swift Dazzler all day long. I'm serious as a heart attack. I I I am fine with Taylor Swift. I am. I change Tatum has ruined too much good in my life. No, no. He ruined G.I. Joe. He 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 dies in the second one. That does that doesn't matter. That that <sighs> anyway. Eric. I you know can can we like just take off and nuke the entire site from orbit? No. <laughs> <laughs> Tateus Dazzler or Channing Tatum as Gambit. Who do you keep? I reboot the whole franchise at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Not an option. I mean, no, no, that is my option. Not an option. That is my option. <laughs> he, I, he can't pick. I, 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 it, I hate to say it, like, do you, It's kind of like, do you want to to die by poison or do you want to die by stabbing? Do you choose the red pill or the blue pill? Either way, it's yeah. not good. Um, sorry, Highland. I got to go chaining Tatum or Gambit. Mm-mm. No, no. You know what? Here's why. Even if I didn't have the feelings I had about chaining Tatum, you want to know why? Because we had a perfectly good Gambit movie back in the 90s. I don't yeah. remember that. All right. It was... It was um, Hard target. Yes. Claude Van I knew that's where you were going. That was, he was straight up gambit in that. Yes, movie. he was. Yes, he was. Uh, I'm telling you. And if you can't live up to that. So basically gambit without being gambit. It was, it, it was a non-mutant gambit. It, he, it was, and even though, honestly, there's one part where he kicks a barrel or something. And it, that's like, you know, it, it's like on fire or something like that. So, yeah, no, he's not throwing cards or anything like that. But it kind of. It, it channels there. There's even one line where his name is Chance, 
is that mm-hmm. somebody says, why you call it? Why, 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 why is your name cancer? He says, my mom took one when she had me. And I'm like, if that's not a gambit yep. response, yep. I don't know what is. Oh, I agree. I agree. As a matter of fact, if you guys are listening to this, your homework assignment is to find Hard Target, watch it, and then tell me I'm wrong that that's not a gambit movie. Yeah. I, I am not going to try to argue that. Just just because I remember the movie and you're you're spot on. That, and that, that's one of those movies and that was that was before Van Damme got full of himself. So it was still, you and know, full of a lot of other things too. Oh god, yeah. Yeah. I, I had I had another fan casting I was going to bring up and I should have written it down because I, I don't remember. That's my ADD. Why why do I suddenly thankful you have ADD. <laughs> Probably at this point. But I'm, but I'm thinking this was a good one. And, and, and yeah, let's go. Anyway, what? I, I don't remember. Um, Number one, X-Men 130 from 1980, the newsstand version. Um, Since there are not any more rumors of Taylor Swift's Dazzler cameo in Deadpool 3, uh, this this book still can't shake it off. By it, we mean the intensity behind the comic and Swift fans alike. And no, this rumor may have been started, may have started small, but it continues to grow weekly despite no information, no new information. Uh, the more news outlets are covering the story, and we still have no word from Marvel or Taylor Swift about the future of Dazzler in the MCU. If I was Taylor Swift, I would just keep my mouth shut and let this bank. I would call Marvel and go, how much are you going to pay me for, for the publicity that this is causing? Mm-mm-mm. Anyway, last week, a CGC 9.8 almost set a new record high selling at $2,000, falling just short, just $26 short. Uh, this week, we see a lot of movement in the 9, 9.2 to 9.6 graded books and lots of raws. And if this rumor gets any form of support, either through another rumor or a confirmation, expect to see the Dazzler in the top 10 again uh, as we wait for any official announcement current near mint face uh, fmv face market value raw is selling for 236 dollars so uh eric to go back to star wars canaan as you had stepped away as we're yeah. doing that yeah. one uh cgc 9.8 210 dollars mine's not going to get near that but a raw near mint copy is 47 dollars i may close yeah you probably would get close to that and now that's a that's it, a 43 dollar investment for me right there it just feels weird sometimes though when you see a list like this and it includes something that we have talked about mm-hmm. that we have talked about on this podcast because i remember you picking that oh, yeah. Yeah, as the you know, picks of the week and that's it. well first of all that says we've been doing this a long dang time yep. but, ten, yeah 10 years this november yeah no, not 10 years this November. Yeah. Well, not for me, for you. For me, the show. The show, 10 years, yes. Especially, uh, I think come on till 15. I know, I've been years. on it for eight. Yeah, be, I think both That's of y'all eight weird years. That's saying that. Yeah. Um, but you know, with, with, with Canaan, you know, that was a series that was originally supposed to be a six issue mini that got extended to 12. And if you start reading around issue seven, you'll see that they kind of almost backtrack into previous stories and start to rehash some material. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And of course you could find all this on, uh, um, Marvel unlimited And, and the series ended right before. 
before Celebration 2017, because this came out late 2015, I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. That was late 2015? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I believe so. Yeah, it just okay. it, it just came about like, it's kind of like, oh, well, we, we've done a six-issue run. Well... People are loving this. We kind like it, it's kind of like the the plankton meme from SpongeBob. It's like I don't know. I never thought I'd get this far. Uh, <laughs> actually, I'm I'm wrong. Publication date was April first, twenty fifteen. Final issue came out March sixteenth, twenty sixteen. So a year before yeah. celebration. But I remember talking about the the comic with yeah. uh, with one of the PR people from Lucasfilm, and mm-hmm. she said, "Yeah, Lucasfilm asked Marvel to stop." the series because they were starting to head head into territory that was getting close to what they were starting to cover in rebels Mm. and they and they they had to stop i wonder how many books have we lost for that reason like I kind of felt like Kanan's like, one of them. Point, huh? Kanan's one of them. I, I wonder if if Poe Dameron was like that. Possibly, possibly. It just I don't know. Just it's interesting. Uh, if we ever hear, to me, if we ever hear Afra goes is going away, but they're not killing her off, mm-hmm. and that means she she's gonna be vital in something in the New Republic era, <laughs> and they're stopping before it gets. Before they either have to retcon something like they ended up doing with Kanan, or um, before it screws up anything that's in the in the pipeline mm-hmm. in in the motion world. So, um, so yeah, eight out of the ten books, Marvel comics, impressive. It, it, it does not surprise me. Yeah. But yeah. there's all there are also there are also rumors that are fueling that. Yeah, and, and they're all about Deadpool or Taylor Swift for the for the most part. Right. And that's there just really hasn't been a lot of news or rumors coming out of the D.C. side of things. You know, now that I mean, Blue Beetle came out and fizzled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, really, there's not going to be much until the James Gunn reboot, you know, actually takes hold. And that's not going to happen until after the writers and the actors get off strike. Yep. Right. Well, speaking of that. As the great Sam Elliott once said, I got one more ride in me. Y'all scared uh-huh. now? Yeah, we usually am. Nicholas Cage is rumored to be returning as Ghost Rider in a future Marvel Cinematic Universe. I thought I read something about that. So I'm, yeah, I'm not upset by it. I'm not upset by it either. I, I actually liked his character in the Sorcerer's Apprentice movie. Yes. And I, I could see... If you had a different a different writer for a Ghost Rider movie, His, the first one wasn't bad. It was not it bad. It wasn't no. great. You could you could do a good Nicolas Cage Johnny Blaze. Yes, yeah. and I think I would like this even better. You do a Dan Ketch movie. You do Dan Ketch as the Ghost Rider, but you have Nicolas Cage show up as Johnny Blaze. Yes. I, I think at this point in time, if we're going to do this, you know, there's, you know, the, the rumor is, um, and this is coming a week after my time to shine. Hello, probably clickbait site revealed that Marvel Studios was in development on a new Ghost Rider solo project that will resume once the, the writers and actor strike is over. You know what? Forget the solo project. Let's turn it into Donny Blaze, Danny Ketch, Robert Reyes, and turn it into a Ghost Rider team project. I'd be down with that. Yeah. Spirits of Vengeance. Yeah. Which unfortunately was the name of the second movie. Yeah. 
Right. But do the three of those, those three together, why not go Ghost Rider, the Midnight Suns, mm-hmm. and, and tease the Midnight Suns name there. Mm-hmm. That's true, too. Uh, I mean, I honestly feel Nicolas Cage was a great casting choice for Ghost Rider. I know he was very major part of the film being done since he didn't mm-hmm. get Superman. Yeah. You know, big on Ghost Rider. It, it was, it's just the same scenario as Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds was a great Hal Jordan, Green Lantern. It was just a horrible script. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, absolutely. Ghost, the second Ghost Rider, Spirits of Vengeance, was horrible script-wise. Can't believe Nick Cage even signed on for it. But the first one wasn't bad. Mm-mm. I mean, it's still, I mean, performance-wise, performances were all great. Script mm-hmm. was not the best of scripts. Mm-mm. It was palatable. Definitely much better than Fantastic fantastic flop let's let's be honest plan nine from outer space was probably better than fantastic flop (laughs) i'm sure it was i'm sure it was reefer madness was better than uh (laughs) never mind (laughs) uh final thoughts gentlemen Mm, speaking of rumors she hulk is supposedly being planned for a season two and and i'm like but why though i mean it i i liked it but i also i wasn't sure if it needed a season two but they think they can do it okay Uh, there are other marvel disney plus series out there that are more deserving of a season two. Oh, I agree. Uh, not ev- and not every show needs to have multiple seasons. No, they don't. Uh, just for the record, Rotten Tomatoes, Fantastic Flop, still at nine percent. Jim and the Holograms came out same year. Exited theaters after two weeks, twenty-two percent. Mm-hmm. Ghost Rider, Nicolas Cage, twenty-seven percent. Plan Nine from Outer Space with Bella Lugosi, sixty-six percent. See, <laughs> see. <laughs> So, but it's okay. The great movie featuring Chuck Norris and Lou Gossett Jr., Firewalker, mm-hmm. 1986, 8%. So, Fantastic Four 2015 has something good to look at. So, sorry to interrupt. No, no, no. Go ahead. I'm done. I, I don't know that I have anything more for She Hulk season two. It's just like. If this makes you happy, you you have a sad existence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen, but it, it's like no. I mean, there the, there are more. The, the series was fun. Don't get me wrong. And you know, if you're going based on the ending with Bruce coming back with a scar, okay. Mm-hmm. But could could we instead of doing a She Hulk series, could we spin this off into a Hulk family series? Mm, yeah. Or or. We need a Hulk family, though, man. What, what was the animated series? Was it Agents of Hulk? Uh, Agents Smash. Of Smash, yeah. Okay, so why not go that direction? And then we okay. can, then we bring in, you know, because we're going to potentially have Red Hulk with Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah. Potentially right. voiced by Harrison Ford. Uh, eventually get Amadeus Cho, Scar, bring in Abomination, bring in She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. It's the new anger management I, I crew. Think- uh, well, I think I think the guy who played Emil Blonsky would come back as many times as Marvel wants him. Oh yeah, right. Um, because he looks like he's he just looks like he's having fun in that role. Oh yeah. Now I, I will admit there were some fun moments in She Hulk. Yes. I, I am I'm not one of those that says you know it's, <laughs> it's an abomination pun intended, but I don't know it's. They didn't lean enough into the fourth wall breaking early on. 
Correct. If right. they had, I mean, the breaking the fourth wall was the best part. Yeah. That and that and the uh, the support group. Yep. But yeah, and also not every character translates well to live action from the comic books. Sure. And sure. and maybe just maybe either they didn't go far enough with the fourth wall breaking, or they shouldn't have had any of it to begin with. Correct. It, it, it's kind of like it, it's it's kind of like that line in the Bible: if you are hot or cold, you're fine. But if you are lukewarm, I spit you out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it was not. It was you need one thing or the other. And they just they did just enough to buddy the water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I but you know I wonder if they. They obviously got enough positive re- uh, response to warrant to warrant a season two. Wow. Um, I don't know what that means, though. Yeah. How much? Okay, and this is this is where I I go off on a on a mini soapbox about toxic fandom. Mm-hmm. When you hear the words toxic fandom, you immediately think of the people that's been trolling this, you know, the tro- it, it trolls out there on the internet who just, you know, they just say, you know, negative after negative after negative, mm-hmm. but toxic fandom can go both ways. True. You, it, you can be negative to the point of toxicity. You can also be positive to the part of toxicity. Right. And right. I think, and I, I think she Hulk got both of it. Mm-hmm. And, and she Hulk's not alone. I mean, just about, any popular franchise these days, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, you've got. Uh, if you don't like it, you're you're a racist. You're you're a bigot. You're an incel. Mm-hmm. If you do like it, you're a simp. Right. You're, you're, it, it's just if you like it, you like it. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Neither one is the wrong answer. Right. Right. Yeah. I I don't you know I don't know where where all of that changed. You know, um, I mean, the reality is, you know, even back, you know, in the 70s, 80s, 90s, the DC Marvel thing, like it was really all in good fun, you know, because, you know, there was DC people and they were reading Marvel stuff and there was yeah. Marvel people reading DC stuff, you know, but it was it was like, you know, at the end of the day, we were all reading comics. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that and I, I don't know where all of this changed that, you know, it's not the 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 opinions got so strong that there was no room for other people to have their own to express their own thought or dissent. You know, I, I don't get it. Um, I wished I wish that we would get back to where, hey, you know what? You like what you like. I like what I like. And it's all good because we're not there anymore. So for me, for me, that point came with the Phantom Menace. That's when I first that that's where I first really became aware of toxic fandom. Mm-hmm. I will give you that. Yes, both both negative and positive. Mm-hmm. And hearing a lot of people, uh, you know, criticize Disney Lucasfilm for like the sequel trilogy. A lot of the exact same comments and mm-hmm. questions and rants are the exact same rants from the original trilogy fans about the prequels. Copy and paste. It, it, it literally was copy paste because I, you know, I keep. 
I actually heard people, in, and I respected these people's opinions because they were very knowledgeable about the expanded universe the, as it was at the time. This person actually came out and said George Lucas should be barred from making any more Star Wars content. Let me rephrase, let me restate that. George Lucas, the creator of Star Wars, George Lucas should be banned from making any further Star Wars content. And it's comments like that that led to him eventually selling Lucasfilm off to who ended up being Disney. Yeah. And a lot of this is because, well, Lucas came out many, many times and stated the expanded universe is not canon. And the Mm -hmm. fans still didn't like it. Sorry. When the creator dictates what's canon and what's not, it's not it's not the fans call uh, to go no you're wrong that'd be like you the listeners telling us we're not a marvel podcast we're we're a dc podcast despite the fact we don't or even better we're not a marvel podcast we're a image podcast and we don't talk about image comics at all (laughs) but we're an image podcast no sorry you know we for for what usually is final thoughts i think we just kind of we tangented Again. Yeah, that's a bit, but it's okay. All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? Uh, I, I think that's a hint. I think that is a hint. Who wants to take it this week? Thirsty, it's time to go dark. Dark. <laughs>